All right now, you're listening to the Real Texas Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Bronin, just a fed-up taxpayer, bringing you all of your Texas local and national news. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in to Real Texas Radio. And if you haven't already, please give Real Texas Radio a like, a follow, a subscribe. Thank you so much. Appreciate it as always. And I'm going to kick off the show talking about a story that has gone viral around the world. A woman from Plano who is pregnant. In fact, she's actually due to have her baby in just a few weeks in August. She was driving in the HOV lane, just north of Dallas, in the Plano area, and she was pulled over by Dallas County sheriffs who are responsible for patrolling the HOV lane. And when she got pulled over, she told the sheriffs, hey, I'm not alone in the car. That's why they they pulled her over. They said she didn't have a passenger. And she replied, no, I do have a passenger. I have a baby I'm about to deliver very soon. That's my second passenger. So this obviously comes in the wake of Roe v. Wade being struck down. And the woman says that she's not making a political statement. Her name is Brandy Batone, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. She's 32. And... Anyway, she says she's not making a political statement. Who knows? You know what? She probably isn't. And I, I don't know. Maybe she figured it was trafficy. She'd get in the HOV lane. And if push came to shove and she got pulled over in the unlikely event that she got pulled over, but she did, that she was going to be the Rosa Parks of the abortion debate here in Texas. You know what? She, she may have a point. I don't know. She may have a point, right? So the state of Texas just outlawed abortion. I don't even think you can get the morning after pill prescribed from a doctor here. So it's pretty much my understanding now that the state of Texas is regarding life beginning at the moment of conception or shortly thereafter. And Republicans in the state, they are apparently, they're warning organizations and law firms from from providing any monetary support to pregnant women who plan to cross state lines to get an abortion in the future. They're warning them against doing that or they may face legal ramifications. So if the Republicans, if they are so intent on respecting life and regarding life as when it when a baby is a fetus well maybe this woman is going to have a point so you know what ultimately i think abortion it's a big distraction issue spare me the moral high ground i don't care what your opinion is on it there are a lot of issues that they just they don't need any more voices okay israel and palestine doesn't need another voice the more noise generated it's just counterproductive the abortion debate, I don't think it's going to be settled for a long, long time, if ever, in the United States. It just isn't. It, it's just turned into one of those 
It's it's the the most highly contentious issue in the country, and it will remain that way. Maybe the COVID nonsense knocked abortion down a couple of pegs briefly, but this Roe v. Wade decision at the Supreme Court has certainly put abortion back into the limelight or the, the spotlight, perhaps I should say. So anyway, this woman, pregnant woman, Brandy Patone, she gets pulled over by the Dallas County Sheriff's and one of them apparently dismissed her and, and moved her on to a colleague and, and said he didn't want to deal with it. Anyway, she was issued a $215 citation. The officer who issued the citation or the, the sheriff deputy who issued the citation said, you know what, lady, just show up at the court date and fight it and you'll probably win. And, and this court date is set for July 20th, which is less than two weeks before her due date. So that's when this woman, she became really emboldened, right? So she was issued the citation and then she, according to her, she says, well, now they're just giving it to me out of an inconvenience, right? They don't even really care. So do you know what? I'm going to tell you what, what should have happened here with this woman in this climate. They should have moved her along they shouldn't have given her a ticket. And, you know, cops in the last five, ten years, they are under a microscope for all kinds of behaviors. And a viral video or a, a viral story can happen in an instant, anything around police. And now you throw in abortion into the mix. The deputies, they should have apologized, moved the woman along, and they should have gotten some kind of internal policy, right? These sheriff's deputies, they should have reported it. And you know what? In, in a lot of professions, there's just some things you kind of, you look the other way, right? For example, if you are, you're in an HOA, uh, a housing community, and there's a law about no grilling, and you know what, maybe somebody has a, a private patio that's open air and, and they've got a stone patio, right? And, and maybe the rest of the, or most of the complex is made out of wood, or at least the, the balconies are. And you know what, this, this one neighbor who is, you know, they're nice, they, they pick up trash around the community, they keep an eye on the neighbors, they, plant a nice garden they're, they're a pleasant presence to have in the community and you know what one day in, in the hot summer they light up a little charcoal grill so what can you do you, you can issue the person a citation and you can play by the rules or you know what you, you can look the other way because it, it's it's not a big deal and that's what should have happened here I, I don't know what the stats are on other pregnant women getting in the HOV lane w without having a passenger in the seat beside them or behind them. I, I don't know how common that situation is. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not very common. And I'm also going to go ahead and say that the whole world is watching for July 20th for the outcome of what's going to happen to this woman and if she is going to end up having to pay that citation. And even if she is found that she's gonna have to pay that citation, she'll, she'll, she'll move this up the courts. 
and she'll fight it again. That said, I don't know if she is gonna be able to win this case. Um, and, and so here's my rationale on that. If you are flying in a commercial airline and you are a mother and you have an infant, right? If you have a three or four or five month old child and it may even be up to the age of two, most US, probably global airlines, they let that infant fly for free because that infant isn't taking up a seat, right? There's the assumption that the infant is going to be in the, the mother's or the parent's arms for the duration of the flight. And the infant is not preventing the airline from selling another seat. So in, in that sense, this is kind of how I'm thinking this woman, she may not have the standing in order to get out of the ticket. These are the kinds of unintended consequences that are going to arise all over the United States now in the wake of Roe v. Wade. They're, they're just going to keep happening. Both sides, they love this fight. It's a great issue from a political standpoint to go out and stump on because you can just ignore all of the issues that people are facing every single day, which is expensive gasoline, soaring electricity prices here in the state of Texas, soaring grocery prices, exorbitant local property taxes, and there is no relief in sight if you're in the middle class. Politicians can avoid talking about the outrageous 16 to 20% effective federal tax rate that you're paying if you're in the middle class. They don't have to talk about the eight and a quarter percent sales tax that you're spending. In other words, every twelve or thirteen dollar meal that you buy out or good that you purchase in a store, you're paying a dollar tax on that good. Why would a politician want to get into any of that when when they can just stay down in the lowest common denominator and bluster about abortion? It, you know what, please spare me the, the my body, my choice stuff. If you do need an abortion, it, it's not illegal in the United States. There are many states that you can go and get an abortion if, if you really need to. And you know, I, I understand that it's an inconvenience if you live in Dallas or you live in Houston or you live in Austin and the, the clinic isn't just there and available for you anymore and you have to travel out, out of state. But you know what? It, it's not a huge deal. I mean, if you do have to get an abortion, which it's my understanding that 75 or 80% of women in the U.S. don't ever get one, that you you go. You, you The whole thing is inconvenient, right? There are people all over the country who travel across state lines for all kinds of things, who travel into Virginia or North Carolina for cigarettes, for cheap cigarettes. The state of Massachusetts for decades has flocked into New Hampshire to buy liquor, to buy tires for their car, to buy refrigerators and other expensive appliances because there's no sales tax or because they can buy fireworks in New Hampshire and, and then they bring them back to Massachusetts. 
how many Texans have driven to Colorado to go buy legalized weed in, in a store? And again, I am aware that if you're on the, an abortion is my First Amendment right, my body argument that, of course, it's more important than fireworks and cigarettes and, and liquor. I understand that. Anyway, it's not a national emergency. That's the point that I'm trying to make. And these politicians now are trying to make it seem like crossing state lines is like trying to get from South Korea into North Korea. There are people who cross state lines every day to go to work. They live in Rhode Island and they work in Massachusetts. Or many people, they live in New Hampshire and they work in Massachusetts. And they're sitting in traffic all day in both directions for their job. How many people travel to Mexico to go get their teeth fixed? Or they go into another state to get their teeth fixed because they found a deal? Or they travel abroad for all kinds of cosmetic surgery? Or even necessary surgery or procedures or medication that's not permitted in the U.S. but might be in Canada or in England, for example. This kind of thing goes on all the time. And in many cases, people, they don't give a second thought to it. But this divisive issue, it just makes people on both sides of the aisle or whatever side of the debate you're on go completely insane. How many people crossed state lines when the crap scene first debuted back in early 2021 to be among the first privileged, elite, beautiful people to go protect themselves from the phony COVID scam? How many people did that? And, and that one's really paid off, hasn't it? It's my understanding now that the original vaccine is worth absolutely nothing in preventing anything. And these boosters, they aren't worth a you-know-what either. There's all kinds of data coming out now showing that they they can't help you at all because guess what? It's It's just a cold that you have to mildly suffer through or, or feel a little bit of discomfort. And if you are a healthy person, which you should be in the most advanced civilization on the history of planet Earth, because you have every single tool and resource and access to knowledge and high quality good food at a reasonable price, even though all of that is true, most people aren't. So they, they just want to pretend that a, a vaccine is going to help them with this. But anyway, there were there were thousands, tens of thousands of people who inconvenienced themselves over a big scam to go cross state lines and get a vaccine. But the politicians, they love it because most of them, no matter what they believe about abortion, they'd much rather go out on the stump and talk about that and, and scream into a microphone or read off a teleprompter about abortion than the things that are affecting you every single day, like your 
property taxes here in Dallas or the exorbitant state sales tax that we have here or your completely and totally unfair federal income tax burden. In any case, this Plano woman, Brandy Batone, she is she's not getting an abortion. She's delivering her baby very soon. And you know what? I, I hope that she gets out of this ticket. I'm, I'm very curious. But generally, I do hope that if you're just a, an ordinary citizen like myself and you, you get some kind of citation that's going to go on your car insurance for probably the next five, six, seven years, I hope she gets out of it. So I'll be closely watching, as I'm sure you will be too. Anyway, I'm Bronin. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode if I'm not canceled for the uh, the hate speech and bigotry that I, I'm sure I'll be accused of spewing on this episode today. Anyway, you know what? I, I already am canceled. That's why I had to start my own podcast. Thank you for listening to Real Texas Radio.